0: Ignition sequence start, Six, five, four, three, two, one. Clear. all engines running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff.
1: All right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast, I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Matt, doing another one of our little mini-sodes, little what have you been watching, but we have guests today, man. We, this
2: is going to be a special episode.
1: It I is because it. we've been doing a crosscast today. We're recording today, and we got the guys from Clearing the Queue, Alex and
3: Matt. Welcome to the launchpad. I love being referred to that way. Me
1: too. That's
2: awesome. <laughs> because I love being you said your name first.
3: Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's alphabetical. I like being welcomed into my own house. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, we actually just did some stuff for your guys' show, so. Uh, we'll let you guys plug that in a second, but on their show, we really had to, to figure some shit out because Matt and I are both named Matt and it really threw us the first time, but I feel like we got it
1: now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. roomy and he's, <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> yeah, he's right. We got it. Right. We got it. On today's, what have you been watching? I mean, it's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. We asked what have you been watching, but this we're also going to play a fun little game.
4: What's awesome too is like Maddie had a kid recently. So yeah. I get to hear some of this stuff. Like we don't get to talk as often. Oh. Mm. So I get to get caught up <laughs> in the time. We don't run our podcast. We don't
1: We don't really yeah. You don't do a lot of catch-up. Yeah. The what have you, what have you been watching is our interweek segments. Like we'll do a big episode that's like we discuss uh what was the last one? Discuss Christmas songs and their true meanings. <laughs> and uh then the what have you been watching is just kind of catch up and like we get to pitch each other some fun stuff. So guess first, Matt.
3: What have you been watching? Not Matt. Matt. Other Matt. Other Matt. Sorry. So uh, Matt one. So <laughs> that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had this, guys. <laughs> what have I been watching? Yeah. What have you um, been watching? What have I been watching? All right. Did it's you watch a good Daredevil? question. We are we are in the middle of Daredevil. I was We're hoping right Daredevil in was in the on middle that list. of season three. It's my favorite season so far. It's great. I feel like they've they've tightened it up. It. I had an issue I have an issue with a lot of the Netflix shows yes. and specifically the Marvel Knights ones which is that they're just too long. They just mm. feel like half they they could be a half hour but they're an hour. Yes. And so I started instituting a policy in this house where we watch them one half at a time. So I try to find what feels like an act break like around 25 or 30 minutes and hit pause and then the next day we'll watch the rest of the episode. Interesting. And wow, it,
4: what a strategy.
3: Well, we did it twice and then this season of Daredevil, it actually, like I'm not finding the same thing of, they're not feeling as bloated. So despite having this innovative strategy for how to watch television, now we just watch the hour long episodes and it's great.
1: I, I do agree that I think the sweet spot is half hour episodes, 10 episodes, there's your season, easy. Or you could do 20 if you want longer, but I think 10 episodes you can do in a weekend and a half hour is very easily consumable and and atlanta
4: watching atlanta is such a fucking joy i don't know if you guys watch Atlanta. i love that um it's just such a pleasure because it's a dense half hour Mm -hmm. but it's just a half hour yep Mm -hmm. and i come away satisfied every time
2: yes (laughs) see i feel i agree with what you said matt about how the how the marvel marvel shows specifically like you said the marvel night ones are a little long and i don't think there's anybody that would debate that and i think people either get irked by it or not um, my problem with it, and I love, Alex and I were talking before, I love Daredevil. He's one of my main characters, and especially
4: Daredevil you Like
2: from the 90s on, I'm really familiar with the storylines and the books and stuff. And this is the same thing that killed Walking Dead for me, both as a show and as a book, is whether you have episodic television or issues of a comic, you need to have something happen every issue, and you also, every three or four issues or episodes, you need to have an over arc, right? And I feel that I couldn't stand Walking Dead's, I'll call it pacing, but you'd read two issues and nothing really happened, in my opinion, in those two issues. And when I started watching the show, same thing happened. Then you'd watch four or five or read four or five and you'd be like, well, what, what has happened in the last four or five issues or, or episodes? And again, I didn't feel like there was enough. Marvel, I think, is starting to, to feel that way, at least to me on Netflix, where it's like, that was an episode where everybody did a good job. It's important the exposition and the plot development and stuff that you guys did was important, but like, what did I just watch for fifty three minutes? Like, what was a standout scene? Like, obviously the long ass fight's great, but like, okay, you've established that Kingpin is doing this, you've established that Bullseye is doing this, you've established Daredevil's doing this, but like, what happened? Like, you you told me about all their 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 threads, all their plot points, but I feel like there needs to be there like a, someone needs to talk to somebody every episode, like Kingpin and Daredevil daredevil and bullseye yeah. you know what i mean there's a lot especially this season i felt feel like second season for me was the strongest i finished season three already but i feel like the second season they tried season, to solve it by strongest. stuffing
4: more people into it
2: yeah i think so and i like i can see i know the storylines from the books that they're trying to touch upon and i know the relationships that they're trying to build and i get it but it's like i hate to be that guy but like daredevil should punch at least one person an episode like yeah i mean it doesn't have to be I mean, or I, kick or kick sure how do we kick. feel
4: about the black costume Versus the red suit. Let's be honest here.
2: It should be the red suit. But I'm okay with the black costume because it's quote unquote real life. And in this, this is supposed to be, I think it's his, a lot of people compare it to Born Again, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's fair or or accurate. I think this is him deconstructing himself and doesn't want the costume. Um, Where are you guys? You can, we we spoil shit all the time. I finished three. Where are you in three?
3: Uh, I'm like right in the middle. I'm like right around eight, I think.
2: Who's the who's one of the main villains that you've come to know?
3: Are, we're spoiling I mean Yeah, yeah, you could I'm, say anything. I'm I'm at the point uh where uh fake Daredevil just okay, so, appeared. You know, so I think
2: yeah. that, like to answer your black costume question, that was a plot device that was important that he wasn't wearing the red Daredevil suit. So like, okay, I'll allow that. I see what you're doing there. But I'm the guy I got like, enough. you suit. gotta wear. It. I did get enough suit.
3: Yeah. I think they were clever with I that. got enough suit watching the television show suits. <laughs> <laughs> I need a good suit, Daredevil suit
4: ratio. It's just something. Yeah. Like, superheroes. But it's a fine line because you're yeah. too long and it starts to look weird and starts to look. <laughs> you know what little I little
2: can't like... stand, and specifically Marvel does it, but superheroes is taking the mask off. Like, I don't need to see fucking Tony Stark's face ever, but certainly not when he's in the armor. Same with Spider Man. Same with everybody. And Daredevil, I feel like when he's daredeviling, he's mostly in a in a. Mask. I don't know,
4: man. Green Goblin would have been weird. Like, I didn't like the how they did the Green Goblin. In yeah, there. that's
2: why, though, because they did it stupid.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, I
4: mean, like,
1: there's to really say there is really only one place I want to see Batman without his mask on, and it's in the Batcave. Like that's the right, only acceptable yeah, sure. place. But like consistently, they're always like, well, "Let me pull this off so I can talk yeah, to you." It's like you're you are not impeding the way for me to understand your words. You can I leave the think mask. on They honestly feel this way.
4: They being Hollywood fat cats. Oh yep. yeah. Is that like we're paying Will Smith twenty million dollars? We can't cover our money maker up. This is the one thing we're paying him for.
1: Is his fucking face like you know. yeah? But I'm going to see Batman. Don't care who's in the suit. Right, doesn't matter. It could be somebody I don't know. If He's got that mask on. Like the cartoon show, he never takes his mask off for no reason, and I'm still fine with it. Animated Bruce Wayne or not, I don't need to see his face. Lego Batman, <laughs> great, the mask movie. Off. great movie. Great <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, kind of a fucked up thing on top yeah. of his head.
3: <laughs> I love Lego
1: Batman. So those movies are pure joy.
3: They are. I agree. <laughs>
1: All right, Alex. We don't have another Alex here, right? No. So it's only one. All right. Do you want so to be... One. I
4: have a twin sister, but her name isn't Alex. Do you want to be Alex number two? See how it feels? Sure. All
2: right. All sure. right. Try it on, Alex, too. <laughs> he likes it.
4: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Very natural. Um, What am I watching? Yeah, what have you been Ooh. watching? What have I been watching? I just crushed Daredevil. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, I really ride hard for making a murderer... Like I really? watched the se- second season and it was just great. I don't know how you guys feel about true Crime. Right? Like love it. I love the first one. The first one we watched in a day. Fascinating. And this season two just had an excellent character. She's like the best detective lawyer. It's basically his lo- his new lawyer that has like a history of like freeing people that have been in prison for like 20 plus years. Like Who that's, what she, she like, that's what she does. That's what she does she's fighting the she basically reconstructs and gives all the plausible things about the cover up like if there was a chance that it was a cover up she like just one by one by one like exposes everything recreates everything finds new links and new people and it's fucking
1: it's was good here's my thing though i really like the first one um i thought you know, there was a lot of that sort of document, documentary, Bias. like, I mean, you're, you're telling a story for a specific reason. Yeah. They feel this guy was wrongly yes. convicted. And especially the guy's nephew, cousin, nephew, nephew, that kid was way wrongly convicted. Like that yeah. kid is doesn't have the mental capacity to be a part of this trial. Oh, and they railroaded. It's amazing. The lengths that
4: Wisconsin is going
1: yep. to
4: like cover it up is so really interesting.
1: I, I still, I haven't seen the second season yet because I'm still on the fence about it and I don't want them to change my mind, but at the same time I'm interested in it and probably will watch it eventually. Mm. But it's like, I don't know how I feel about the main, I guess, protagonist of the documentary, the main subject of the documentary is uh, whether he did it or not. But the younger kid that also went to prison for a crime that he doesn't have the mental capacity to understand what he's on trial for, like that one was a heartbreaker. Mm. I just finished listening to sort of a, well, it's a podcast that is a comedy podcast, but they're talking about the West Memphis 3, and that was another trial of just completely railroading people into prison for years and years and years. and they Recently got out. Very interesting to see when somebody mentally doesn't know, like, hey, if I answer all your questions right, I get to go home, right? And they're like, no, you're going to jail forever, kid. <laughs> Damn. It's harsh. Um, I thought of my uh, cool
4: answer for what I'm watching, and that is, I try, I haven't gotten anywhere, so like, substantial on it but dead deadwood you oh, ever see deadwood dude i just started that like what? a couple months ago so good dude. couldn't deadwood. get into it do you know remember this what i'm wait couldn't get into it wait um, you couldn't get into it how are you how, how deep are you by episode six it was exactly like how the wire was everything started to make sense and i'm like <laughs> this is fucking crazy uh,
2: have you seen the wire Rumi? Um, I think I'm four seasons. The in. Wire
4: took me. Like, are, are you into it
2: now? Yeah, Wire. yeah. Like I like. I, I just hadn't had time. But I, I mean, I do it's like good.
4: So
1: I didn't think you'd like it.
4: <laughs> oh, the predator. I like the predator. I love Halloween 2018. So good. Huh? It's funny. Season three of The
1: Wire and season three of the of
4: Daredevil are no ways should be equated. But like, well, <laughs> here's how I'm gonna equate them. Yeah. By season three, you had gotten so familiar with the motivations of these characters and they had gotten more comfortable being these characters that it just made like one more go around with like the stakes a little bit higher like kingpin daredevil now they fucking know each other exist and now like shit's about to get real and they're playing mind games games that are like so reminiscent of the comics that make it so perfectly the one thing about daredevil that i, I left out when we were talking about it before was like there's no reason that the whole storyline with stick should have ever worked on on like tv there's just sure. a million ways for that to go wrong in terms of being cheesy uh, and in like the Ben Affleck movie they like literally don't can't put it in because it wouldn't have made any sense mm. but they like do something as simple as Stick this like weird character and like my wife who I would I would not would say would never read and understand like a, what Stick meant to the comics was able to get it totally and it, that's what's been amazing is it's been able to transcend a lot of tastes and I think
1: but also stay really true to Daredevil. Mm. Well, I think I the big benefit I? is they didn't show the origin story of Stick. They alluded to it and you shot bits and pieces <laughs> well, but if you had an entire song. season of little kid with like adult man Do we have giving to explain him, who yeah. Stick is to your listeners? No, I think We better it. not
2: you fucking cadets You make sure you know who <laughs> Stick is.
1: He's he's basically Daredevil's Yoda.
2: He taught him how to be He's Daredevil's splinter. Okay, fine, <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Splinter <laughs> stick. Yes. Kevin
2: Eastman told us. I mean, yes. we asked him, but he told us.
1: Yeah, I get it. Good. Fucking <laughs> <Good>, really. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're enjoying Deadwood.
4: Um, I'm having trouble, like most shows, like getting if it doesn't move at a pass mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm trying to balance that out by
1: seeing like the Good Place. I'm giving the Good Place oh, another well, try. Mm. To that, I bet you like love the Good uh, Place. Uh, to yeah. that end, I just got in the Good Place. I love it. The episode that Kristen Bell appears in Deadwood is my favorite Deadwood she's episode. She's in
3: Deadwood? Yes. As her character from The Good Place? Yeah. I wish.
1: Uh, no, she is a, she's young in it and yeah. she plays this girl who comes to town and, and it's insane. Thank she's you. only in one episode. It is phenomenal and also has one of my favorite depictions of brain trauma I've ever seen.
3: <laughs> That's
2: a good sell. That's a big thing with you lately. You're saying that a lot. What a isn't? list. What
3: was on your list? What? Of most convincing, brain oh, trauma. I don't think he said most convincing. I think he said favorite. Well, <laughs> do you <he> say favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I like in movies when somebody
1: gets like a knife in their head, it's how they behave for the next few minutes oh. is very interesting. Um, uh, 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 Scream four. Scream four is a good one. Uh, uh, Varsity, Bonnie, Varsity Blues. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie Varsity Blues. Yes, Varsity Blues. Exactly. Bonnie and Clyde. A uh, guy gets shot in the head and he's trying to grab for the gun. Like, yeah.
3: The Predator. <laughs> the next one should be called A Predator.
2: Some. Some, some. some Predator. He's saying it with a shoulder shrug. Uh, some Predator. Good
1: Place is good, though. Really good movie. So I'm trying to balance sure. out the heaviness, the
4: heaviness with the, the
1: lighthearted.
2: See, I've tried Dead... I think like maybe two months ago, I tried Deadwood. And it was the first time. And I love Timothy Oliphant and a lot of the stuff that he's done since. And I was like, well, Deadwood... And I love a lot of the other actors in Deadwood. I was like, that sounds like I would like it. And the first episode, I was like, well, it needs an episode to get on its feet. And then three or four, I maybe like you said, episode six. Maybe I stopped at five. But for me, it just felt kind of laborious, and it felt like it was either focusing on the characters I didn't care about as much as the characters I did. Like specifically Timothy Oliphant, Timoth- specifically Timothy Oliphant's character. I feel like the first whatever four or five episodes where I was, they didn't cover him nearly as much as they thought. Now maybe that's my problem because he's a bigger actor now, and maybe he wasn't the draw then. I don't know. You know what's also good about Deadwood? It's always reassuring when you see an old show and you're like, "Wow,
4: I know all of these actors." Mm. All, every actor has gone on to like do something great, right. and you caught him in that one thing. But I always push freaks and geeks so hard on everybody. <laughs> oh, that's a great! And the, you want to see people in the, like they like not prime. It's like you're not seeing Nirvana, never mind. You're seeing Nirvana Bleach. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: whoa, that's that's a little out of our wheelhouse, and I like it. I like that
3: you went there. I'm in for it. Uh, Nirvana was an alternative rock and roll band <laughs> from the early '90s. <laughs> Uh, I uh, thank you. You yeah, that
4: the little, little teen, oh, teen weird now.
2: I remember that <laughs> <laughs> smells yes. like teen spirit.
1: No, I, we always have to explain every time we have to explain like what movie stores video stores were. We're like, okay, just as a reminder, a video store was like a library that you could go to. <laughs> oh, dude, what you, what was
4: yours called? Your hometown one called? I was doing this for a while, asking people what their Ooh. local video store was called. I don't it was know. was
1: Blockbuster. I mean, yeah, I had Indian one before, Plus. but I don't know what it was oh, called. Had I know the great sign names. yellow. They were just so, so, w- the one here that I went to was Eddie Brandt's Saturday Movie. Madness. Oh,
4: they just always oh, yeah. have good names, even if they were like for some reason like an arcade or like a restaurant slash <laughs> like we're like we sell, we were in Maine, so we had a. Pizza place that was also uh, our rental store.
0: Yeah. I don't
4: know. What was it called? Oh, no.
3: I'm just saying that was an example uh, of a really fun one. <laughs> it was it a pretend example? A, pre- a really fun, it pretend example. It was a really movie. fun example of a really good one. Oh, ours <laughs> was like
4: Video Horizons. We had Video Horizons. We had Movies
3: and More. Movies and More. We had Video they Smith. They didn't have much more. <laughs> <laughs> right? No. <laughs> no, you can never find. You can I mean, never they find. We didn't really have TV shows. Um,
4: And then Video Smith. Yep. Which we learned new things about Video Smith.
3: We did recently. <laughs> it was the same family behind Cybersmith, which was our like go-pay-to-use-the-internet <laughs> <And laughs> internet? Internet cafe. <laughs> it was cafe. To the,
4: T, the definition of what the original model they thought it was going to be like. And
3: I always pictured it was like Cybersmith, like a blacksmith. like They were going for this whole... But actually, just it was a family, and their last name was Smith, and they opened up Video <laughs> Smith and Cybersmith. It
4: was cool. Like They just had a bunch of personal computers set up, and you just go and you could play any game. Any like PC game, they're all set up.
3: there. It definitely ruined virtual reality for me forever because <laughs> you would, they had virtual reality, no, it was the, the mid nineties version <laughs> and you would just get so nauseous five minutes in there and you oh, would yeah. just feel like you're going to throw up. So now when people are like, no, it's gotten really good. Try on these glasses. I'm like, no, okay, no yeah, okay, yeah. I'm
1: I saw lawnmower, man. I know how this is. <laughs> I
4: saw one of like the Instagram promotion things with some <laughs> Ghostbusters VR experience Yeah. In, Looked in awesome down. Right? I think it's in Glendale I wanted to do that real bad. It looks I mean, awesome. I would it's really expensive and it's like <laughs> but it looks really cool. It looks like the closest to being a Ghostbuster I'll ever get.
1: Mm. Don't sell yourself short Alex too. Thanks, man. <laughs> I just needed a little
4: reassurance.
1: <laughs> Matt okay. and I went ghostbusting once. Yeah, we did. In my in the bathroom hmm? of my house. Oh yeah. We, we tried, tried to, to summon ghosts. We tried to summon ghosts. So my wife caught us in our downstairs yes. bathroom. Spoiler
2: alert, it was hilarious. <laughs>
1: So Rumi, what have you been watching?
2: So I just watched the same movie in two different forms. A little movie from the I think it was early 90s called Mac and Me. You no, with Mac and Me? I am familiar yeah. with it. I don't think I ever okay. saw it, a wheelchair clip. Yeah. Well, OK, so I didn't remember ah, any. Of I this am familiar
3: movie. with the clip. So a lot of from, people
2: yeah. seem familiar with the yeah. clip. So it's a movie. It, it is a McDonald's backed E.T. ripoff. With a little kid in a wheelchair who <laughs> right. finds this little baby alien and the baby alien has the rest of the alien family who is, they were all sucked in like some lunar, um, it wasn't a satellite, but like a lunar lander. I don't know where they were, it doesn't tell us. This little lander sucks them up, brings them back, they get loose. The family goes into this desert somewhere, it's Los Angeles, and the, the baby finds his way into this wheelchair kid's family. So it's like, you know, sneaky, they're the, him and the brother are sneaking the, the alien around, the next door neighbor girl. Knows about him, and then it's more people give know him about some him. Some M and M's, yeah, like that kind of no McDonald's coke. hamburgers. It, no, it's yeah. Coke. It's oh. it's drinking Coke, and for whatever reason, that like almost literally revives him. It's like a thing. Like they find the family dying at the end, and they give them Coke, and they're okay.
4: I've told you my ET theory before, right? Yeah.
2: Okay. What is it? <laughs> Which that means I've said it more than once. <laughs> that he's the
4: scariest alien ever. No, <laughs> I was just wondering if it's worth telling again. <laughs> it, it is. is. It's. Not, right, I mean, it's, don't tell. Her, don't worry about Matt too. It's Alex on brand too. for
3: you, this show. Okay. Yeah. Tell yeah. me.
4: It was the fir- It was um, one of the first VHS movies. Like, home VHS became just affordable enough that like, Bill and Donna Popkin weren't gonna buy VHSs until it became like mainstream and crossover. Those are Alex's parents. Yes, figured. Bill and Donna and uh, Alex too. This parents. was one of the first <laughs> Bill VHSs Bill I know too. they bought, and I believe most of them, a Middle America purchased ET. Huh. So there was a love affair with ET. Right. America, like, because it was the first VHS, what all and all that stuff. If you were born from a specific age range that I fall in I believe it's like 82 to 84 you were shown and exposed to ET at too young an age yes where parents didn't know <laughs> that ET was not going to be comprehended by someone that young they just like no this is great it's, we all feel all these heartwarming things but they didn't know that if you're three years old or two years old that all you would do is be fucking scared and yes.
3: traumatized by that yeah. so my it's, wife it's, was
4: too and I think, to this day, it sticks.
2: Um, I don't know, I've rewatched. You're it. You're all a bunch of pansies. I was not, <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember being scared of stuff. His parents were,
1: let him watch, like, Friday the 13th at, like, 7. So, oh yeah, my god. It's different. My parents let me watch 7 on Friday the 13th. <laughs> I remember you guys got to see Batman Returns, and
4: I'm like, motherfuckers, if they can see Batman Returns, I can see Batman Returns.
2: That's what I was thinking. E.T. Um, e. does have a choice moment in it where Drew Barrymore and the brother are arguing, and she calls him penis breath.
1: First off, yeah. That's and like I one just, of the first uh, yeah, words you hear in I the movie. I just
2: recently rewatched it. Like, yeah. within the last couple of years, I watched it and was like, what an interesting thing to have in a Never thought on it. Never
3: yeah. took that's, never. I took wonder, off, to that. take it a step further, I wonder if this is a Spielberg thing in general, because I feel like Jurassic Park had this issue where it came out, and they had all these, like, happy meals with little dinosaurs, and so everyone was like, oh, this is a movie for kids. It's not a movie for kids. No. Like, Spielberg has this, like, certain thing that he can do with a movie where it feels more family friendly than it actually is. Mm. And, and E.T. maybe was just like the first example of him
1: doing that. This kind of ties into the game we're going to play in a little bit, but the reality of what E.T. is, is more horrifying than the xenomorph that lays eggs in your belly, more horrifying than the predator who is a big dude who can just smash your face up. Just predator. It is an alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a <the> predator. <laughs> Thanks, Matt, too. Um, here is an alien that makes a symbiotic relationship with your child and can control him from afar when he drinks beer your kid gets drunk when he's like stabbing people if that was what they were going to do your kid would be stabbing people and if you separate them the child dies
4: if i know one thing it's alien symbiotes yes <laughs> right if i was taught one thing about what alien symbiotes
1: can do But It's horrifying, a concept, and you're lucky that E.T. is a nice, fun, little, Reesey-Peecy-loving alien and not a murderous monster who's remote-controlling your child to kill the parents and take over the world. Like, that is what could have happened, but it didn't. He's just a happy, fun, little alien. But when they separate him, the kid starts dying? What?! That is nightmare fuel to me. Wouldn't it be great if there actually
4: were like a galactic Senate where all the aliens fucking hang out without, <laughs> us, without us? They're just like, they're like, hey, should we get a human? Should we get a human representative? They're like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> those guys.
3: Suck. Please, no. They ruin everything. They're
4: like, uh, we recognize the predator
1: delegation. You know, that there's E.T.
2: Yeah. E. in that. I think in that's, what gave me, Mets, that's what right? connected the thing to me. Eat, uh, Predator would be a cool Um one.
1: But they, they sent a delegation, but uh, Independence Day showed us how that turned out. <laughs> we fired rockets at them with a helicopter. I think, oh, uh, I think I just helped solve
4: one of my cartoon ideas that I'll never, ever get made. But I think I made it an interest. Now it's an idea that's like, He's got legs. He's got. Don't so spoil it on the podcast. You give it a, you throw the pitch. <laughs> surfers versus aliens. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a callback to the other episode.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta listen Watch, to the other yeah, episode listen to now. Clearing to the queue if you want to hear what that you want to get the surfers, surfers versus
3: aliens inside joke. <laughs> so you've been watching ET? Was that your answer?
2: Yep, <laughs> I've been watching McDonald's terrible ET. Mac, Mac and, and me. me. It's. I mean, it, it's. There's a couple clips that have been notorious on. I think it was Conan oh, O'Brien. O'Brien Conan's show. Of Paul
1: Rudd. Every time he that's comes right. on, yeah.
2: And it's, if you know that clip, it's worth watching the movie for that clip. There's also like, I got to say, my hat is off to McDonald's a little bit because it's not slamming McDonald's in your face as much as it could be. A little bit, but not as much as you'd think. There is a scene where they go to McDonald's for for a girl's birthday party. Mac, the alien, Big Mac is Uh, really where that's coming uh from, right? He is in a bear costume to look less like an alien. But he's got these kind of bulbous eyes that are coming out the costume. Mac in the costume is creepier than just regular Mac, which is pretty creepy. They, when they get there, there's a bunch of, like, 90s hip-hop dancers. Hip-hop dancing in the parking lot, like, so that they have to move when cars come in. The people, the main characters, walk in through there, and McDonald's is fucking packed. Now, I don't know if all of those people are there for Jenny's birthday. Because there are some people who literally have on football complete football costumes holding their helmets, like costumes that shows you that I'm, a, I'm a, <laughs> like a sports guy.
3: They have, they have
2: their, their uniforms on and their shoulder pads and shit. They come in. There's a, no shit, a table of ballerinas. And then there's other assorted 90s people in 90s colors. They start talking and these bad guys come in, try to get Mac. And as they come in, two people for no real reason break out in some sort of weird like snappy hand dance, which then catches on the entire restaurant including the football players everyone is dancing except the ballerinas who are literally walking around looking around giving everyone bitch face mac kind of floats onto the counter and is doing a little tap dance on the counter in like infecting everyone around him to the point where like the fry cook in the back
1: is also kind of dancing you know what he looks like when he's in the bear costume in a the bear? shining well no. no in the shining when uh wendy uh, is running through the hotel and she sees a weird guy. In a the blowjob dog? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what he looks He's
2: like. which just creepy in its own way. <laughs> but it, it, it's a, it's, the movie is fucking ridiculous. And it's, so I watched that movie and then I also watched the new Mystery Science Theater on Netflix. The new season starts off with that version. This movie was on Turner Classic like, I don't know, two, what was it, two weeks ago? Thanksgiving week? Yep. A couple weeks ago. And I was like, "Oh, that'll be great!" And then my friend was like, "I just watched the craziest fucking movie, Mac and Me." And I was like, "Where did you see it?" Rumi had told me that he also saw it on Turner Classic, but it's the new, it's the first first episode of season two of the new Mystery Science Theater. I wanted to watch both. I'm not suggesting everyone does that, but you should watch at least the Mystery Science Theater version because you get everything oh, it's, you need. Oh,
1: that that would make and it history. pretty
2: funny. They do a pretty good job. There, I don't want to ruin like lines and shit, but there's a line in that movie that they have now said in every single. Mystery Science Theater episode since that one, at least where I, where I am at in that. Got to clear my queue.
1: But Q U E U E. What have you been watching there, Rooms? Oh, I've just been watching a bunch of Christmas movies because tis the season, man. I haven't been watching a lot of fun stuff. It's like just rewatching some of my favorites. I like, haven't been
2: watching a lot of fun stuff,
1: just all those Christmas movies that I love. No, I mean, I watched uh, Home Alone and we watched uh, Krampus, which is a movie that I really enjoy because Krampus is like. It's like the kill bill of Christmas movie. It takes all your favorite moments from Christmas movies and puts them into like a horrifying experience and then kills children, which to me, big plus for a horror movie. Does it kill children, though? Well, then it has the nice um, (sighs) sort of it has a wonderful life moment where they kind of wake up and realize that it's like they learned a lesson. They didn't actually die. But like, come on, it's a good movie. He doesn't like it because it's awesome. But a lot of practical (laughs) effects, really cool monsters. It has like very little payoff. Whatever.
4: Good movie. I really enjoyed that movie. I, I didn't rewatch it to be fair. I just saw the new Grinch animated movie and yeah. I just would never have seen that. I was we I got invited to a screening. Yeah. And it's literally the only way I would have watched that not that worth Grinch.
2: watching. Is it not worth it? Was it funny at all?
4: I don't know. It was just weird. Like just a movie I would never <laughs> have gone to see and I didn't and I think I wonder if, if it I wonder if it was one of those things where I set myself up to not like it. I mean the animation was
1: gorgeous. So I had like that side of my brain it's I have a tough of, time with any time you're taking Work away from Boris Karloff. <laughs> he did the voice of the original Grinch. Uh is he
2: still trying to get jobs?
1: <laughs> well, when we're trying to summon him into my bathroom, but you know. <laughs> um, so on your show, we played this game. We played a fun little game called hmm. The Day After. And not necessarily it could be a day, it could be a week, it could be whatever you want. But we talked about what happens after the credit rolls uh, you know, that you don't see in the movie. And we had a lot of fun doing it. And I think we should do it again. You guys ready to play this one? This is also, by the way, this was
4: an actually cross-pollinated idea between yeah. podcasts. Mm-hmm. So
1: I saw Alex at a party. Alex 2. Yeah. And we started talking <laughs> about funny ideas, and it, it, that's how it came about. Inspired by our letters episode. Where the guy from Home Alone wrote a letter, the pizza yeah. guy from Home Alone <laughs> wrote a letter to the McAllister saying no more pizza for should you.
4: Should we even tease on this podcast the other ones that we did? Now we shouldn't say what
2: we did, but there are, and there and are some could, good ones. Like, I think we can all movies? pat each other on the back and say we did some funny ones on Clearing the queue.
3: So if you guys.
1: Is there any benefit not to list the movies? Just surprise.
3: Yeah, if you want to hear the movies, listen to our show. Yeah,
1: I agree. The two Mets ma- agree.
2: It's a
3: secret. Clear in the queue. Q-U-E-U-E.
1: So I'll start this one off. I'm going to kick it off with one of the Christmas movies that I love watching called Scrooge. Scrooge is a Bill Murray classic. It's a retelling of A Christmas Carol, but with a TV executive played by Bill Murray in the role of Ebenezer Scrooge. And you guys have seen this Confession. movie. Yeah. I don't know it well, but I want to know the major plot
4: points because I know obviously he becomes good in the end. Kind of, yeah. Well, I've never so seen it. Oh, well, it's a fun Christmas movie, but it's brought. Have you seen the cover? Okay,
3: let me <laughs> clarify. Last year, uh, two days before Christmas, Hannah and I were about to fly to Portland for Christmas, and uh, before so before we flew there, we ordered takeout from this place very close to our house. We ordered it online. We used some app. I showed up. There was no, there was no evidence of our order. They mm. had not started making our food. We were in kind of a hurry. We were trying to just get some food and then go to the airport. It took them about 25 minutes to make our food. And Scrooge was playing at the bar while I waited. <laughs> so I saw 25 minutes of Scrooge with subtitles, no sound, as it was originally intended.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well, I mean, it starts basically as a uh, retelling of A Christmas Carol, where he's a TV executive. He's kind of a piece of shit. And his old boss shows up as a ghost and says you're gonna be visited by three spirits then the movie devolves into this like coke nightmare that nothing makes sense and you're just like what is going on here right now a lot of cocaine was probably done to bring you this ridiculous third act that makes no sense it would have been in the time when cocaine was big yeah this is a big like bill murray at the height of his cocaine use uh, probably but it's really good the practical effects are awesome like when his boss shows up he he shoots him a bunch and then a golf ball pops out of the guy's mouth. It's just a cool effect. Like, I don't know. It doesn't sound as good when I tell it. But when you see it, you're like, whoa, that is crazy. <laughs> it is awesome. Um, and there's a lot of cool effects. The ghosts are really cool. Uh, the the story is interesting because he's a TV executive. The ghosts show up to show him how he's affecting people negatively, how some people still remember him as a brother and not just a piece of shit, how his former love still has heart for him. And it's kind of cool. But the end of the movie, it it all revolves around them putting on a Christmas special of The Christmas Carol. So they're aware that Mm -hmm. Scrooge exists. They're aware that it's a real thing. The story sort of just parodies his real life. And the end is Bobcat Goldthwait showing up with a gun and holding the place hostage while Bill Murray runs around screaming and kissing people. (laughs) Like, that's the ending. That's the, it's Christmas Day. God bless everyone. Like, that's the moment. And the day after this movie, it'd be like immediately after the cops are showing up, Bill Murray and Bobcat Goldthwaite are getting arrested, going to jail. And the newspaper article is going to be like TV executive who put on the weirdest, raciest five minutes of TV you ever saw is now in prison. Don't worry. We got him, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> just ridiculous. The ending just makes no sense. And the fact that he holds the place at gunpoint. To get his message across. Scrooge, I know you're listening. Put that on the Blu ray <laughs> as an alternate ending. Yeah. Film it. it. <laughs> Film it, please. Let's make this happen. It's ridiculous. Just one of those endings that you're just like, yeah, the cops are showing up. You're done, dude. <laughs>
2: A lot of these endings involve. A lot of these alternate endings involved That was
1: cops. a. That was like a. I would vid- imagine. That was like yeah. a video store.
4: I stared at the cover of this video yeah. and thought about it. That's an episode we want the to the do trigger.
2: soon. There's a lot of
1: those, especially video, a, yeah, store yeah, co- video store. Yeah, video store covers that them. you're yeah, like,
4: it's the his hand is like a skeleton
3: hand
1: smoking a right. cigar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the Robert England Phantom of the Opera. Never saw it, but we all saw yeah, that video are. cover. <laughs> yeah. Totally.
3: All right. Who's got another one? Who's up next? I feel like you should. I feel like Matt number one Rumi because <laughs> on our on our other episode. Spoiler alert! When you listen to our episode, you're gonna hear me accidentally steal one on his list. Oh, no, yeah. because so I, this it was, I,
2: I think you, I think we worked well together. It was like a mat. It was symbiosis. good. You guys uncovered. All
4: right. Wait. Bad. No. Well, Matt's symbioses are good. Alien yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right,
2: exactly. Yeah, if you can get a symbiotic relationship with a Matt, nice. Oh
4: man,
1: <laughs> if we separate, you guys are going to die. Please don't die. <laughs> I'll be real sad.
2: All right. Well, I'm sure Matt. Matt Q. I hope you Matt Q. will uh, jump list. in on so this. No, whatever
3: him. Whatever he says, I'm going to go. That was, that was on my, my list. All right, ready? I don't have a list.
2: Batman 1989 with Tim Burton. <laughs> nice. Right? Okay. Good movie. Well, you guys have seen that one? I have. Okay, so it's all Batman bullshit. It's what, what, Everything in that movie that happens is probably pretty much what you expect to happen in a Batman movie until the end when the Joker dies. And you're like, I remember literally as a kid in 1989, I have vivid memories of that entire night of seeing that movie. I remember he falls to his death. He's laughing. They find the joke box. And I was like, as a kid, I was like, Joker's dead? like his arch nemesis is dead. And I remember as a kid being like, so if you make another movie, it will have nothing to do with the Joker and the Joker will be dead. And I remember as a kid being like, there's only a million other ways that movie could have ended without closing the door on that. Now, granted, you can make the argument that comic book characters in movies or comics can always come back. But like the Joker is never like we've never found Mm. the Joker's dead body before. Right. Like Mm. pretty much never. So, I'm figuring if that movie continues the next day, the next year, the next couple months, crime in Gotham obviously goes way down, right? Because Batman, I feel, is mentally uh, and physically healthier, but oh, even more so, is a good one. Vicky
4: Vale knows he's Batman, right? He told her. Oh, yeah, that's true. She, Alfred just lets her into the Batcave. Yeah. He's like, So, Alfred gets fired the day. I have a feeling after. you're going <laughs> to.
2: <laughs> Alfred gets fired the next day. Um, but the, they, like, at least
4: they have a conversation. Like, after. <laughs> come on. Like I'm I you know, I, know I
2: didn't expressly say this, but my <laughs> secret identity needs to be a yeah, secret. And I love
4: her. You're like, no, I I do love her a lot now. Like, yeah, I do like her, but I don't know if she's the one. I'm still kind I of. I don't know bachelor. if I
2: Batman reveal love her. She's yes. a reporter.
4: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> she's a reporter. It's her job to get the scoop. Sorry, Master <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> sorry, I know. <laughs> I just like to play matchmaker once in a while. <laughs> like, I hope you have kids someday. You know.
2: Ooh, can I can I say a joke that's a slight reveal or spoiler to yours? To the ones we did.
3: What are you spoiling? Our podcast? Yes, you can slightly spoil our podcast.
2: <laughs> then Bruce Wayne says some shit to some old lady and she curses his entire household and, oh, <laughs> yeah. and Alfred becomes a I little... was
4: thinking the exact same thing all day that Alfred was trying to get them together so that he could curse so that he could escape being a butler. <laughs> and there's a <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> turning into a broom or something. <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole, like, song no, where he's Alfred like, he's is like, sing- I have to,
4: He's like, I'm trying to get you guys to get in, fall in love because the curse gets broken.
1: <laughs> Bruce Wayne's like, there's been a rose in my attic this whole time. Really? tell me. Then he becomes happy and then Alfred, uh,
2: Alfred and, uh, Dick Grayson are singing Tale as Old as Time.
1: <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I guess we'll just release this one. But uh, we talked about the Beauty and the Beast and like what would happen the day after. And it is hysterical. So please check out their podcast
3: for many reasons. But this
1: one is particularly funny. You for get that this reason. inside joke too. Yep, yeah.
3: <laughs> now you get more inside jokes. I'm also thinking Joker's dead body, somebody's going to find that dead body. Well, right? the police were there. The and police like, found it. Right. And so then what do they. Do some DNA, do some thumbprints, <laughs> like the, oh, to figure out who Joker out, was, yeah, who They're he was. Like, we think they, he trashed the museum. It's just like,
4: <laughs> it's, it's just Joker. It's just Joker written all over the place. Like I think we can solve
2: this. Does, that's a good question. Whose ID does Joker have? Does Joker have like a Joker ID? Like Joker? <laughs> he, I know he just has have Joker a, he, cards, he just has right?
4: the index card. Yeah, isn't that his thing? Or he has the playing the card? The playing card. cards. That's yeah, him. He's well, I like, feel like he's, he came up with that idea. He's like, this is why the whole gimmick's yeah, come? be my <laughs> that was the card. thing he was like could
3: I be the what am I the clowner the joker well, well t- I guess dude. I like picturing the mortician and he's trying to get the makeup off but
2: there's no fucking way I'd go near that body I mean granted in that movie he's not as homicidal as he is in some of the comics and some of the later movies that you we think he has
1: there, a Harley but. in the Burton universe does he have a Harley Quinn oh yeah but she's like you know like 2 Face head the salt pepper melted yeah. girl oh though, you know what it was he, had, chair, oh, right? he did have the melted chat. yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, melted her.
4: But that's Harley. I that's like, like Burtony Harley. Quinn. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, but his personality's got to have to.
2: I feel that that is a huge thing. Batman without Joker, I think, would be a completely different Batman than that we know. I think he'd be like mm-hmm. emotionally.
1: He doesn't and, have that like, driving mirror. Yeah. Well, I
2: also feel like he, like, I feel like Joker is a thing. And that's the thing with like Daredevil and Bullseye, where it's like if I could just pull the trigger and kill him. It would literally save lives, but I still can't justify doing it because Batman, many times, has been like, if I could end the Joker, that would end so many other crimes, so many other heinous things wouldn't happen, but he can't do that. So I think that that's a huge thing that the end of this movie would, we'll cross would change. Line. Like, crime in Gotham would be completely different because Batman would be completely different, I feel like. And the other, this is a huge point Barbara Gordon would be walking around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good point, Rumi. Good point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that old thing was just yeah. just to get that joke in there.
1: So this is another small
4: tangent. Did you guys like the way that Christopher Nolan did Dick Grayson? You mentioned Dick Grayson,
1: and immediately that's I didn't care for the third Christopher Nolan movie. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine. It's like it, it. It's fine for what he did and what he set out to do. And Bane was pretty cool. But overall, that movie was a pretty big yeah, failed moment. I
2: agree yeah. with that. But like the Chris, when you say Dick Grayson, you mean. Oh, uh, what's Robin. The, yeah. yeah. Joseph, Joseph the Robin. Robin like, character. I don't know why you had to change it so much and then do that Robin nod yeah. at the end. It like, was pretty she good. They should have said like whatever his real name was, his name wasn't Dick Grayson in the movie. Right? That
4: was handled really well. in
2: But I think instead of saying, oh, your real name is Robin, Robin. they should have <laughs> said your real name is Richard. And I would have been like, yeah. Richard is long that for Dick. F- I get yeah. like. I would have been like that wouldn't have been like, hey idiot, it's Robin. I'd like, I fucking know I was here for two and a half. Hey,
3: hours. your middle name is Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> like, <laughs> yeah, my parents were hippies. I don't know. <laughs> Good deep comic book. Good one. He knew his crap.
2: Yeah, I was I was pretty impressed. I'm impressed. Oh my crap. All right, guys. What you, uh the cute guys, do you got any more uh day, second, minute for year afters?
4: Okay, so I used uh my more serious one on the other podcast. Um, this one's my more goofy one. And <laughs> okay. That would be uh, a goofy movie. One day after <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. Yes. Nice. So the final frame of that movie is they're on the cover of the Daily News and it says Ninja Rap is here forever or something like that. Says
1: Ninja Rap here to stay. Mm-hmm. I gotta look it up. Oh my god. Go Ninja. Go Ninja. Go. I need oh.
2: another funny. <laughs> yeah. It says
1: oh, ninja is so Ninja Rap was born. So
4: basically the turtles have danced in front of a nightclub and fought off uh the Foot Clan. So there's also this huge dock that's yeah, just destroyed right. that brush super shredder. Right. Yeah. So what do these turtles do? Are these turtles react like regarded as friends? Like it it was is was new york back then woke enough to accept
1: four party teenage turtles the, 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 like their, the newspaper was wrong it was oh my god mutants are real yeah. like, <laughs> what the fuck like that should have been the, the headline they buried the headline you know yeah. splinter
4: is also not thrilled about this whole thing his whole main mission was yeah. you know invisibility
2: like a ninja yeah. Yeah.
4: So <laughs> so you know he's not thrilled about this. You know he, he knew he was trying to protect them the whole time because he knows society isn't ready to accept four turtles. So oh what's going to happen is <laughs> there's going to be a faction of people that are like pro-turtles. Turtles yeah. are great. They mean good. Then there's going to be some really evil factions that are going to be like him. experiments. Yes, exactly. Mm. Very much so. <laughs> we gotta figure out what the fuck happened here. Baxter Stock. No, no, no. Who's the guy? There was a professor that they teamed up with. I mean, he in was essentially the... B- yeah. You know someone's gonna blackmail him and be like, alright, teach us what you know
1: and make us some evil super shredder. Like, there's a lot but, of... Plus, later in that Buried article, it's like... Under the dock, we've also recovered a... The body? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We, yeah we've, a under,
2: gigantic man.
1: A, well, and also Covering a knives. mutant, like, spiked snapping turtle and a... No, they, they got stupid. You know, like, and they're going to be like, oh, and you know what? Got... And we
4: kind of think this is the guy that rounded up all those teenagers in the previous <laughs> <Yeah>. movie <laughs> and was, like, trying to get them to rebel. So we... we Good news is we closed that one. In the <laughs> same
1: episode that we did our letters to uh, where... where the. The my letter to the pizza company. Matt did one that was a letter to Shredder from one of these kids. He's like, hey, I think it's pretty cool that you got this sweet like arcade going over here. What was it? It was a thank you note. Yeah, and he's like, I think it's kind of weird that you have a giant rat chained up in the back. I said something like,
2: I said because I'm, I said something like because I'm a teenager and I have a great amount of life experience. I'm pretty sure that this won't end well. I'm having, I mean that this will end well despite the fact that there is a giant chained rat. Uh, a giant rat chain to the wall, covered in bruises from what must be daily beatings. So I was like, this is great.
4: <laughs> it's great. Um, you know, April O'Neill, she's got the media yeah. on her side. So yeah. she can take to the airwaves and be like, New York, they love pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love vanilla ice. They got a cool air downstairs. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> You know people are going to fucking... Oh, man. They just have to move again. They're always moving. They're, they're always layers. moving. But
1: people are going to want a sequel to Ninja Rap. They're like, hey, man, your breakout like night was awesome. What else you got? And obviously, they're going to face their own temptations. Yes. Michael's, Mikey's going to be like... Whatever, I don't he's know. He's going to party himself to death. Could you see the behind the music <laughs> of Ninja rap? It's like, and they're like, Mikey, Mikey, you've had enough. He's like, I'll he a party. Yeah. He was a
4: party dude. From the beginning of the voiceover, guys. Story yeah, yeah, yeah. of Michelangelo. They interview but, uh,
2: Vanilla Ice, Rob Van Winkle, he's going to be like, yeah, I, I partied hard with Mikey. You guys thought that I took a fucking nosedive.
4: <laughs> he was a party dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, what Ralph, sure. So what's Raph going to get into? Oh,
2: he's going to get-
4: He's going to do the Daredevil shit. He's yes. going to, like, go rogue. Night, doesn't he only Night Stalker?
2: In the, in the animated oh, one, he becomes dude. Night Stalker. Or Night, some, is Night Thrasher? Night Stalker.
4: Yeah, he does go rogue. That would be a fucking awesome... Deal. I'd watch that. And then, what's Donatello going to do? He's going to go work for fucking Google. He's yeah. going to work for...
1: Oh, he's got a startup going. <laughs> he's going to make all sorts of security <laughs> systems. It's going to be great. There, He'll be able to, like that would be a fun storyline Leonardo's the only one who's stuck by Splinter and he's down in the sewer still to this day oh man crazy hermit style
2: like Splinter dies yeah and then Leonardo like takes up the Splinter mantle and he's trying to be the Ninja Turtles by himself but like creepy Some
1: element of the Foot Clan the red faction of some sort Oh man! Oh, Vanilla Ice is like you think. Shook Knight hung me off a balcony. Wait, do you see what he did to Michelangelo? Dude. <laughs> he he <laughs> just
0: addresses it.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, In the next week, that's part of what he does.
1: <laughs> He's like, "What? What Shook Knight did to Michelangelo, man?" Ooh.
4: I I actually don't know because we were too close to it. Obviously, I saw it at Maddie's birthday party. Um, but like, <laughs> <laughs> was was. <laughs> this was Vanilla Ice there. on his way out or was this like he's out now like what was was this did this push him no you know we're on the lifespan of Ninja his popularity like no it was good for him don't you think i thought it was awesome
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean cool as
2: ice was at its peak at that moment right cool as ice was part i don't know if it's part of his downfall but damn
4: i just know, I that, want to know i want
2: some older, wiser person to that just that knows. Well, they was stupid for sure, but like Ninja Turtles was stupid to a certain extent, at well, least the, the way that we watched it. The first one was so
1: badass. I still yeah. think the first one was like, oh, ba- it was like yeah. Batman. It was kind of hardcore. It had like a level of grittiness to it, and then the second one was like goofy as fuck. I wonder if kids, yes. I don't know any young kids that could even watch watch it really with
4: because of, the, of how it looks. I think it's just yeah too old school. I don't know, but then there might be kids that just appreciate like Labyrinth and like the puppeteering craft yeah. and the evolution
2: of it. I hope so, because the first one I think
4: still
1: holds up to an extent.
2: Yeah, It's were The puppeteering and stuff is already.
1: So, I have one a day after that you guys, I hope you guys have all seen, but Back to the Future? I have seen it. We they know actually, what happens there. They actually after. made a sequel to that. Yeah, we know yeah. the minute after. <laughs> well, well, but here's the thing that's never addressed at any of those. Yeah. How about the end of the third one? Okay. Um, nobody at any point, you're lucky that Doc Brown isn't a very well loved character, but somebody's got to be like, what happened to Doc Brown, yeah, you guys? Guy? He just disappeared? <laughs> some detective's going to be knocking on Marty McFly's door and be like, you were the last one seen with him. Also, there's a bunch of stolen uranium. Um, What do you guys know about that? Also, in the parking lot of this mall, somebody (laughs) was firing a rocket launcher. (laughs) What do you guys know about that shit? Like, all of this. Like, nobody has copped up to the disappearance of Doc Brown, the fact that there's a bunch of missing uranium stolen from an American, like, nuclear site. Does the whole saga take place over, like, in real...
4: Marty days like
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is
4: it is is yeah is is it the first day he is supposed to go to this dance uh I'm the sure very next someone's day. broken this down yeah. it but I pretty much he goes to the old West and like in the next day I yeah. think it's two weeks
1: or something like that basically back I think he's back. in the
4: old West the longest amount of time yeah
1: and nobody has questioned what the hell happened to Doc Brown. I mean, Marty would be the first person that they look at and go, hey, you were hanging out with that dude. What happened to him? He's like, oh, he uh, time travel disappeared. They're like, no, we're looking through your entire house. Is it in the trunk of this brand new truck that you have that you didn't have a week before?
2: They would think that because everyone always thinks that there's a implied creepy relationship between the two of them. And I feel like the no, town, yeah. I feel like I don't agree with it, but yeah. I think the town would think that. And then suddenly he's gone and then marty comes up with his time travel story i feel like they'd be like you're traumatized as fuck let's get you some help and figure out what this old grandpappy did to you
4: (laughs) i just don't get how they could have george mcfly could become so successful that they picked the exact same fucking house in the same block (laughs) they're like that part is like hmm yeah there's
1: a couple other things, too.
4: Oh, there's a lot. Like, I got a whole list of Back to the Future 3, like Back to the Future Trilogy notes, because I hope someday <laughs> to do a podcast about it.
1: Oh, my gosh. Have you ever heard the theory that there's so many different versions where Doc Brown, to recreate that exact thing so that M- Marty's life and his parents' life merge up? Oh, he's yeah. killed thousands of them. I've. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a big theory that tries to go through, like, the probability that he can drop him off and... The right points. Like, like, Skip the, t- skip the one song, but the tape keeps going. Uh, I yeah. bet hit this really convoluted plan, though, Yeah, is the fixer
4: of all of them. I think that's why it was such a motherfucker. He knew yeah. it's like <laughs> Avengers Endgame. He
1: has only one outcome, but he has to do all this connected shit and has to go How back. many babies has he stolen to get Marty to be able to like, drop right back into life and not skip a beat? And not have his parents be like, like to the point that they're like, you're a little weird, son, but not completely different. <laughs> 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 Jules and Vern. Yeah. Right. Conscious choice. Matt too what do you
2: think you got any uh, Uh, day after minute after year after
3: well I I do and it's not nearly as fun as all of these but it's just it's goodwill hunting Mm. and Matt Damon gets in his car and starts driving west and like what do we know about him we know like doesn't have a lot of money dated this girl for a pretty short amount of time Mm. had a you know entertaining but not necessarily perfect relationship Mm. Leaves his life behind. So first of all, he's just driving across the country by himself, stopping for gas, get some money, whatever. He gets to California, and we're, the movie ends, and we're led to believe, like, oh, she's gonna be so yeah, psyched to see him. You know what?
4: It, like that kind of like psychological trauma, like. You can't just fix it in one session no too. so it'll manifest itself he's got some in issues ways. yeah he also
3: like left yeah he left his shrink behind and he just basically like shows up at whatever Stanford or wherever she is that where she goes right he, he shows up there there this is you know pre-cell phone so it's not like he's like on my way like a couple weeks go by and he's just on her doorstep maybe it's a grand romantic gesture but also maybe she's like dude like we broke up yeah what the fuck
2: like, I have another guy in here. <laughs> yeah. She
3: totally could at that point. <laughs> oh. And even if she's psyched to see Aww, him. snap. Guess what I saw?
2: <laughs> she loves him. She loves
3: him. She loves him, you but like, so? I don't know if that relationship works. Deal with crazy loves him? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> right? she
4: believes, Minnie, Minnie, I'll just call her Minnie. Sure. <laughs> Minnie, <laughs> Minnie believes maybe misguidedly that she can save him. So, in that case,
3: they get back together, but then... How long like, does that you know, Yeah, how long yeah. does that last? And,
1: but that's true that for so many beautiful movies. Beautiful
3: Mind, right? That's the yeah. same movie. <laughs> totally. Complete with ghost
2: hallucination, boy.
1: How many movies, like, I mean, The End of The Graduate. Here's another one. He just broke yeah. up this wedding. She left with him and is like, oh, I'm way older than you, and this is... Well, I don't know even, you. That one even shows
3: you the day after. Yeah. Like, where most rom-coms don't. No. But the Graduate famously was like, and here's what would happen next, and it's really dark. Really dark, yeah. Really weird.
4: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the answer. I don't know what you just said. I know all of the other famous cinematic moments that have been parodied, and I don't know the entire. I know the Wayne's World too, <laughs> and I remember finding out. Damn, they really parodied this movie hard. Like, uh, so I don't know what your what that is. I would love to know.
3: Add it to your cue.
4: The end. Is it really
2: good? Yeah, I mean, it's the way, a good the way you guys are putting it, like. It's very interesting to me. Oh. Well, of of what? The graduate? The graduate. Yeah. yeah. It's like a you don't know the last shot? Can we say it? Do it. Can say it, right? do it. It's there they get in a, they get in a bus and they're sitting next to each other and they're escaping the wedding. And they're both like looking back out the window and they're like smiling and they like look at each other and they smile and then they kind of both look forward, you know, kind of over camera, and you watch their faces falter like, Oh, we got it, we did it, we did it. And then they're kinda of like, Wait, what did we do? And both of them kind of like, kind of fall out of that, like, we did it, we escaped. And then it's like, wait, what are we going to do next? And it's like, that's how it
1: ends. She that basically has up. the realization, I have to give it a go with this kid for a second because, I mean, he did come and rescue me from something I didn't want. But now, is he expecting me to date him a little bit? Is that what's about to happen? Oh, His
2: mom, her, her mom texts her and is like, try it, he's a dynamite in the
1: sack. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I also want to want uh, plug a movie. Okay. A short movie because this thought experiment led uh, our good friend Dylan to make a short called Epilogue. Mm. And Epilogue, uh, for legal purposes, I will say it it does not imagine what happens in the immediate moments after Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. But there is a character in it who is uh, kind of a scientist, action hero kind of guy who's getting a magical orb. Anyways, Epilogue is amazing, and it, it really was like years of Dylan talking about like what like what happens next. There's like dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. There's this like sort of relationship, you know. Anyways, uh, it's awesome. It's on Vimeo, uh, Amalgamated Picture Company. Put it out. Um, we'll get it and we'll put the link. Up. That yeah, sounds cool. It's really great. I like mostly I just want you to see it and you to see that it. That sounds great. If your yeah. listeners want to watch it also, then they should. Cause they it's should. really fun. They do what we
1: tell them. Do it. <laughs> I have I have one that I don't expect anybody to see, but I've always thought this. The second I saw this movie, I was like, wait, what? It's a movie called Mama. And it was uh, Guillermo del Toro produced it. It's about these two feral girls. They live in the woods, and a ghost seen it. Seen a, it. a ghost has been taking care of them. And it wreaks havoc on everything. And basically the ghost wants them to come with her to Ghost World to be happy together. Um, but The The movie Ghost World? (laughs) Ooh, that's a good movie, too. But one of the little girls, the end of the movie, spoiler alert, one of the little girls leaves with the ghost and is pulled down under the water and disappears. And the family is left with the other little girl. And they're like, yay. And the sunshine comes out and everybody's like, yay, it's happy. What a happy ending. And I was like, no, Child Protective Services checks in on that shit and is like, hey, you had two little girls. What happened to one? And she's like, nah, uh, don't worry about it. What do you mean two? I, we've only had the one, like, no, on our paperwork there are two little girls. Where, where is that other little girl? There's no answer that doesn't end with those kids oh, getting yeah. taken away and those parents going to jail.
4: <laughs> it's Damn. just a mess of untruthers following the backlash of that.
1: Yes, exactly. Being they, like, I believe their story. I believed there were ghosts. Oh, See,
2: I'm thinking the exact opposite end of the spectral plane yeah i'm imagining that mama now has this girl and the girl's like a pain in the ass mama like, mama like where does a ghost hire a babysitter like how does that happen like where does the ghost even have to go like i just like, can't how are we gonna choose like,
1: to haunt now like, yeah i like, like, think yeah. that's
2: could the mama feed
1: the human girl well she's a ghost now she killed her, Pulled oh, her then, underwater. Oh, okay yeah.
2: that's fine and then what oh then it's like when you like fight real hard to date a girl and then she's like crazy and you're like <laughs> now i gotta get out of this i think that's what mama does yeah. and then what does mama try to do like reincarnate her
1: i don't know no the the, the the happy ending is only for the ghost oh it's a ghost happy ending it's not for the people even though the sun's and they're like yeah we got did, her the,
2: did the dead girl want to go with mama yes oh okay so she's happy too
1: kind of but really is that what, what you want to like the get? younger she knew less she knew less like she doesn't know any better and she just got turned into a ghost or something <laughs> you don't even so see
2: stupid <laughs> <laughs> that's my takeaway from that movie kids should be smarter
1: it's a good movie but the ending is very confusing because they pose the happy ending to be for the uh, humans with one alive child and not uh, we just lost our other, was lost it the good
2: children. kid who stayed like were they like yes. at least like yeah. uh, at least Rachel got killed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much my mom would have been like if I was the one that got killed she would have, like high five my sister but if my sister got killed she would have looked at me and been like Ugh.
1: oh just like in blood rage
2: yes yeah i just watched that the other
4: night love that movie there's Um, zero percent chance you've seen blood (laughs) have you seen blood rage no
3: i've never even heard of it but like really any movie where a bunch of people die and then has like a big climactic fight scene like the number of funerals that are going to happen the next week is like you're even if all these people died on the same day they're not going to have like a group funeral no. they all have their own families. <laughs> oh, so it's, and, but you don't want to like to schedule them all for the same oh, time. Oh man,
2: man. So it would just, just be weeks night,
3: and weeks of just funeral. We
2: just cut to like the funeral director, just counting his money.
1: ching 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 oh, okay. well, Think about any superhero movie, like, like totally. Superman, the, the man of steel movie where everybody it's like laughable how much destruction is done. And then they count that as a win. Like the yeah. insurance company nightmare. Like you could have an entire movie. That's just one guy filing claims about like Superman related damages. Uh, the last Avengers movie where Thanos snaps his fingers and half the universe disappears. Like think of the logistics there. Some kid comes home from school. He's like, weirdest thing happened. I was in school and then my teacher disappeared. And then like half my class disappeared. And then I came home and like my dog was gone and my sister was gone. Like, mm-hmm. like everybody has these stories and you're like, wow, the logistics of that. Is that's fortified. what's actually really
4: interesting about the Avengers one. Yeah. We're going to find out how they deal with it. <laughs> we better.
1: And I don't. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, I don't know if they should like, you're about to like, like, even though it's a horrible thing that happened, the whole point was to make the universe sustainable. And he achieved that through horrible means. Horrible means. Not the best way, but he knew it. Heavy as the head that, that had to make that decision. And he did it. And now the the Avengers are like, selfishly, let's bring that shit back. Even though that's going to mean and the rest of make the another Black Panther movie. does yeah. <laughs> make a Black Panther
3: movie. <laughs> you know, to there's to totally in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's totally superhero insurance salesman. Yes.
2: Yeah. There's books about it. There's an entire book, like comic book, that's a group that cleans up the damage. They eventually turn into super villains or some bullshit. But like, um, can we talk about superheroes a little bit more? I don't want to keep hitting Batman so hard, but have we all seen? We've hit Daredevil. We've hit
4: Batman.
3: Yeah, who are you, Bane?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like this guy. He's growing on me. Quit hitting on me, me. Batman and Robin. Have we all seen that? (laughs) Batman and Robin? Yeah. Uh, Yes. So that movie ends right. And what happens immediately after? The ice age. Everybody that saw it <laughs> tries to forget that they saw it.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on your punchline. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: yeah, we also talked about how we like Schwarzenegger as a uh, as a baddie. Here's a real one, okay? Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Oh yeah, uh-huh. seen that movie? Yeah. That movie's fucking great. I love that movie so much. We don't see what happens to his family after he, I guess, kind of sacrifices himself and gets shot and falls into the water. Um, his family's there, right? Like They kind of witnessed that, at least maybe from a little bit of a distance, but they're on the pier. so I think the mom has villainized him so much to the little daughter and let's just say that that's earned. Let's not even say that she's bad for doing that. That girl now grows up watching her dad ha- like basically kill himself by police, right? She's going to hear the news reports and hear about all the things that he did or at least allegedly did, even though you can make the argument that what he was doing was right. So now she's kind of torn between like, was my dad a hero? Was my dad a villain? Was he the good guy? Was he the bad guy? And it starts to crack her, and she eventually becomes Furiosa in
1: Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Wow. Right? To that end, that just made me think about this, to piggyback off that. The end of Kill Bill, Kill Bill Volume 2. Bill gets killed. Bill gets killed. Beatrix meets her daughter, who she's never met. To this little girl's point of view, a woman has showed up, killed everyone <laughs> she ever knew, and then been like, I'm your mommy, come right. with me. Creepy as fuck. Yeah. That's, great. Great. that's not a happy ending, but they play it like a happy ending. The daughter's like, Yeah, mommy. I wanna live with Ghost Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Showed up, killed her entire family, everyone she ever knew, all the people who took care of her, her dad, who seems to be a pretty chill guy, except when dealing with Beatrix mm. Kiddo. <laughs>
2: Who else has other ones?
4: Okay, I'll, look, I'll let you guys you guys get to pick one. We can't talk about the other. Okay. <laughs> it's just telling
1: me both. Okay.
4: Goonies or Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
1: Where do you want to go? What flavor do you want to end with? See, I know the f- argument for eternal sunshine. Do I your
4: listeners? That. Do these guys? You feel like there's an answer? I think
1: we I think we should do Goonies. You feel like there's an answer to the question of yeah. what happens. Yeah. Okay. But I think Goonies is the one to talk about because that's the one that I think. Is I think that one it would Eternal have more Sunshine
3: fun. ends and they leave the audience with the question. So uh, I feel like a lot of people watch the movie and then thought about what happens next. Whereas, I want to hear which the is Goonies. Not probably true for Goonies.
1: Yeah, I want to <laughs> hear the Goonies' question. Yeah, good point.
3: Excellent. Thank you. Um, yeah.
4: So Goonies, Goondocks mm. are safe, right? We haven't appraised these jewels yet. All we are with were at a beach mm. celebration yep. and a grand gesture that the father, Mikey's father has a a fistful of jewels that's going to pay for the entire goondocks, right? Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to believe that that they have enough money? Because that's how this could go two different ways. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to believe they have enough jewels of One-Eyed Willie's treasure to to pay for all the things they need? Or uh, they don't. Which way do we
2: go? Do you have a supposition for either way? I
4: want to assume that they pay off the... that they, that they yeah, just I stay agree. in the goon. Bar.
1: Any one of those doubloons is probably worth a decent amount of money. Okay. Like, just knowing when somebody's like, I found a can full of old coins in my attic and they're worth like $100,000. Yeah, Aaron Damn. knows a lot about doubloon.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
4: what do they do with this cave? Like, who goes in there? Like, are there immediately grave robbers, like, fishing mm. out there? Like, like, word is out. That like... People are going to start descending upon this cave to just try to fucking. I'm sure this happened in real life, like with like the fucking pyramids when people just raid yeah tombs. How do you do that? Like, could they
2: what, get in though, or they have to like I don't know play what the fucking How organ? Let me propose
3: that. So there's that angle. Um, that's the angle where it becomes a big media sensation and the whole world knows. And people
2: need
4: to hear about the Goonies story. Yeah, yeah. There's well, another
3: angle where the world doesn't know, and I don't remember. It's been a while, but does anything happen with the map itself? At the end of the what movie, about the ship, the ship just keeps sailing out there. Someone's gonna find the ship. I feel like people are gonna find a lot of things, and they're gonna start following it. But they're gonna get the end, and all the shit's gone.
4: Well, You're right. They're not gonna be able to play the organ. They can't follow the same
3: path. You're gonna all the trials and tribulations, and it's like you'd get stopped at that fucking floor missing part, right? Yeah. You know, I always wondered, like it's like levels like, in Mario. Like, do they regenerate? Yeah. The <laughs> <screen>? That's <laughs> what I like. Otherwise,
2: you know. That's <laughs> levels in Mario. Well,
1: the the media wasn't there to find see them with the gold, right? So like they could potentially keep it a secret, just keep dipping well, into that pot and just. They pay have to. to do that, though. Okay, you're right. So they have to save the goon. They have to like uh, Troy's father and the golf them. They have to get that done. Well, forget the goon ducks. Let's move out of here and go find a sweet place to live, guys. Uh, let's buy
2: that kid's mom a new statue cuz it's prickfellow. let's fella. get that little girl neighbor some new tires for her
3: bike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, she needs, like, needs a new bike. They would need to create like some sort of trust. Yeah, right? right. That they're well, they're all
1: That's what I see happening cuz I don't feel like these people are smart enough to handle the money and they immediately show up with like Ferraris <laughs> and shit and waste all the money before they can do anything right with it right. and then they don't it's like it's like all these like lower class like living in the goondocks people just won the lottery and what do they spend it on and they're poor within like a month.
3: I like picturing them going to the car dealership just with jewels and coins. Trying to make a direct purchase. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oddly
4: enough the chunk sloth relationship I have like no questions about. I feel like that's going to just be more (laughs) of the same. (laughs) I (laughs) feel (laughs) like they're just going to. Do you think they would start a podcast? I don't Mm. I don't know. They would they have such good chemistry. They're like
3: yeah
1: this is all we need. Like they're going to go on adventures. Of course, and his parents are completely fine with him bringing home this crazy like deformed Maybe <laughs> happy he had a friend they'd be like, like, "Oh, come on in, oh, come on in, Yeah, they seem okay with it, but what happens the second they bring him home and he kills the dog? like like, I don't know man. I like that you think he'd kill the dog. why wouldn't he that guy's that guy seems unpredictable and <laughs> Um, I don't know it's what true. they were using him for in the basement for the longest time anyway. Oh, god. oh my god, don't, I don't want to think about It that. wasn't a, a, I don't know what you two both thought about it. Mean, they all both quit, cringed. I was thinking they were using him to kill people. That was my thought, but you guys were thinking something. No, that's you know, not what, I well, think we both, we both thought forced sex.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, let's let's for for say it. it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh,
4: no, she probably, she probably just drank a lot of alcohol while she was pregnant with him.
1: Oh, <laughs> you think that's what it is? That's what I, I actually. I thought, thought he was like literally a like a mutant monster, I she or like, something.
3: I don't know. I figured she did something bad. You know what we should do next time we do a cross simul podcast? Yeah, we should do the day before. <laughs> oh, cool. now nice. I'm curious. Yeah, about what was going on yeah, the day before. That's actually pretty. pretty how do you smart. how do
1: you get a chunk? Yeah, hmm. interesting. Any of our listeners, if you have a chunk baby in the basement. <laughs>
2: Terrible. I hope someone writes it.
4: And then they, <laughs> they, they did kill one agent. They murdered one agent. These are done.
2: They're gone. <laughs> yeah, these are done. They're
4: out. What? Where'd that pirate ship go, man? Someone's gonna find it. Yeah, and it'll get the story's gonna get out there. You want to just run through the scenario where there's yeah. not enough money? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. It gets to debunk. So they're either just short or like it's just not real. It's like it's like fake treasure. Some. Richard Branson type made a really convincing <laughs> fucking <laughs> like dinner theater experience. Anyway, it's not real. Uh huh. And they just go. This Yeah, they just go. This they just go their Dark. separate ways.
1: It's a golf course now. Goondocks are done. Data, who had such a promising thing, is trapped into the public school system of whatever town they were in and doesn't ever get out of that and he ends up running a radio shack until they go out of business by Amazon. It does. That is the low end of what Data could have yeah. turned out to be. Like his brain just never gets to rise to his potential because he's trapped in... No, the... Data goes on to help Indiana Jones. Oh, he, he goes out to find the pirate ship he and ends up... on to yeah. be a goonie, right? Did oh.
2: Indiana Jones come first? Close. Okay. You ready for me to wrap up? Yeah, yeah. can we please finish this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the Launchpad. We had a lot of fun with you. So and uh, it's super fun to come on on uh, Clearing the We Love your podcast. And um, I'm a big fan. So our fans, if you do not know Clearing the queue, please check it out. They have a great backlog of amazing episodes. Lots of cool people. Lots of great guests. Lots of interesting and thoughtful movies they've seen. And uh, not so fun movies they've seen. And they have great thoughtful. I'm really proud of Matty's
3: episode them. descriptions. Yeah.
1: They're oh. really, really good. <laughs> yeah. And he never
4: slacks. Yeah, he never slacks off on them.
3: Thanks. I'm proud of your episode descriptions. I'm just doing an Alex impression when I write those. Oh, honestly, awesome. you're doing a great job. It's Thanks. fun stuff. Where can they find you guys? I don't know. How do you, however, you listen to podcasts? Yep. If you can spell the word "Q," which is Q-U-E-U-E, U E," we're clearing the queue at see, all the places. The I see Stitcher, a lot the, of
4: motherfuckers on Spotify now, and I think
3: yep. Spotify. Sure,
4: that's where we're gonna be.
3: Yeah,
1: we are. You on Spotify? <laughs> no, I think I don't know. I think you can do it easier now. Guys, thank you so much oh, for coming yeah. on. You can check us out. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Mondays, Destroy Your Mondays with Destroyer, the official comic book of the Launchpad Podcast. Rumi, is there anything else we got to plug?
2: No, but we, we definitely have to end this with a four-way high five. We
4: right? do. Oh, we, yeah. You guys I I get plan. to see how it goes. For I thought it was like, because you have cadets, I thought we were going to do like a salute.
1: Can I, <laughs> can I do a salute? You can salute if you want, but... Here, like, how it happens is you start sideways, so you high five, yeah. and then you rotate up into a rocket ship, and then you blast off with a raspberry. Yeah,
2: this, <laughs> this is right. awesome. I, there's four of us sitting around a circular table. All right, yeah, ready? Three, All right.
1: three, two, one. <laughs> oh, that, that was, was amazing! Good. For first try, that was damn good. Wow, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four,
0: three, two. One, two, all engines running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff.